Hey, everybody, welcome to another episode of the High School Hamster Wheel Podcast. In this episode, I am excited to welcome Rich Popper to the show. Rich and I connected through a Facebook exchange that I had with his wife in a parenting group. When I learned that Rich worked in the field of cybersecurity, I knew that I had to interview him. Cybersecurity is a vast and highly in-demand field, and as Rich explains, is now considered a core business function. There is an enormous shortage of skilled employees in cybersecurity, and there are jobs available in lots of different disciplines. In other words, it's not just a field for those in internet technology. During our conversation, Rich talks about the many different roles in the field of cybersecurity and what skills are needed to succeed. He provides valuable advice for teens who are interested in careers in cybersecurity and offers suggestions for parents to help their kids start exploring their opportunities while still in high school. There is so much good information here. Be sure and grab your teen and give this one a listen. Let's get started. Welcome to the High School Hamster Wheel Podcast. Are you tired of watching the teenagers in your life trying desperately to keep up on the high school hamster wheel? Is your teen confused about which direction to take after high school graduation? Our world is changing, and our kids need to know all of the options available after high school so they can feel empowered to make the choice that is best for them. In each episode, we will explore the latest trends that are shaping the opportunities of today and tomorrow. I'm your host, Betsy Jewell, and I can't wait to take this journey with you. Hi, Rich. Thanks so much for being here on the High School Hamster Wheel Podcast. Hi, Betsy. Thank you so much for having me today. Sure thing. This is a topic that I keep seeing come up in a lot of the Facebook groups I'm in and conversations I'm in, and I just think there's a huge need for more information and resources for parents on this topic. So I'm thrilled that you're here. Um, But before we get started, will you just give a quick intro about kind of who you are and what you do? Sure. Um, You know, my name is Rich Popper. I've been around for a long time here in the IT space. Uh, I'm not going to say how long, but it's, uh, I'll say 30 years plus. How's that? Okay. And, and uh, yeah, kind of cut my teeth on on the, the IT side, on the hardware side, got into software. Um, yeah, I've, I've had roles uh, throughout, right? Sales, uh, some technical roles, um, business development roles, product management. So I, I've done done a lot within the technology space. Uh, actually got into, I'll say, pure cybersecurity uh, probably about four or five years ago. Um, and, and as you said, it's a tremendous, tremendous market. There's things just going crazy in cybersecurity right now. And, and not only aren't there enough resources for parents, but, but in the industry itself, there just aren't enough resources. So uh, there, there was an article in the, the New York Times that, uh, that Forbes referenced um, just a couple of months ago that going into 2021, there's an estimate of about three and a half million cybersecurity jobs globally that are going unfilled because there isn't the talent to fill them. Wow. Yeah. You heard that right. Three and a half million cybersecurity jobs. Okay. Well, 
let's do our part to help fill some of those. Because that's why we're here today, right? That, we'll, we'll, we'll knock it off one person at a time. That's right. That is mind blowing. Okay. So, so just real quick, how did you, because IT, as most people know, is an enormous field, right? I mean, there's so many different disciplines. How did you kind of migrate into cybersecurity? So I, I got into cybersecurity in a, in a rather interesting way. I've had uh, we don't have enough time today to for me to explain how how all of my positions tied in and and, and that that long and winding road. Um, suffice to say that that um, when when I came on board here at IGI, I was actually doing consulting. I was doing corporate consulting, and and I got introduced to IGI through a a mutual friend of mine and the the. COO at IGI because they had a need. They were commercializing a cybersecurity product and they needed someone who had um, product management experience and go to market experience. So I came on board and, and helped the software development team finalize the product and do the initial go to market launch for, for Nodeware, um, which is, which was revolutionary at the time and is still pretty revolutionary in the space. And then I, then I morphed into some other roles here. Okay. And cybersecurity itself is a pretty vast field. Um, It's huge. Yeah. So if you had to sum it up for people who really have no knowledge at all about the field of cybersecurity, how would you kind of sum that up into a, a couple of sentences? So most people, think of cybersecurity as as data security, right? And network security to, to keep the, the hackers out. Uh, it, it really, cybersecurity goes well beyond that, right? So, so when you think about, when, when, when we think about cybersecurity, certainly the, the data and the network aspect is, is critical, but cybersecurity has become a core business function. It's it's no longer just something that sits under IT. So when you think about a corporate, you know, the corporate leadership structure, you know, the C-suite, right, where you've got your, your CEO and your CIO and your CTO and your CFO, well, well, now there's a there's a CISO, a CISO, a Chief Information Security Officer. So security has become just as important in organizations as finance and, and operations. And, and so under that security umbrella, you've got the, the IT security, the data security, you've got training and process and even physical security. And, and, and all of that touches cybersecurity. Okay. So that's, a pretty big organization then. I mean, obviously, depending on the size of the company, it would be bigger or smaller. But let's talk about careers in the field. So if you, could, if you could break that into divisions, right? Because you and I talked briefly about this. There's people who develop the software. There's people who, you know, in management, like what are the different kind of areas of careers within cybersecurity? Well, that, that's the beauty of it because now, Cyber is is a core business function. It, it it goes well beyond just the IT side, and and even within the IT side now, right? You've got even at an entry level, you've got things like cyber technicians, right, and cyber investigators, and 
cyber incident responders and IT auditors, right? Those are all at some level, they're, they're entry level, right? Certainly you have layers within them, but, but those are all entry level positions in organizations. And, and the thing about cybersecurity these days is that it doesn't just impact the big companies. I mean, certainly in the news, you hear about all these, these huge incidents and breaches from, from the big companies, but companies at all levels are being attacked right now. And given the, the regulatory state of things, um, even, even small companies, even sometimes mom and pops have to comply. So organizations of any size need cybersecurity expertise, whether it's in-house or whether they go to a third party like IGI for those resources. Okay. So how does one prepare for a career in cybersecurity? And I, to your point, the preparation would be different depending on which discipline you're going into. Absolutely. So, so let's, I'll start with the IT space because that's what most people think about still top of mind with, with cybersecurity. So, and and I'll start it from the high school side, right? Because I know that, you know, the, the audience is, you know, a lot lot of the the parents have kids in high school, like, like you and I. Right. Right. (laughs) Right. Um, So, so that journey can begin in in high school in, in a number of ways. Um, I've been seeing even even the the, the high schools uh, in our school district have added IT and 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 cybersecurity specific electives in high school, right? Um, so so there 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 are those that that you know it, it's becoming more mainstream in in that, um, and and certainly um, there are resources within within the school districts now to provide some of that. Um, from a, a local business perspective, um, there are a lot of businesses that that have interns, right? So you can you can do internships if you're if you're interested, uh, if you've got that aptitude and want to learn. Uh, there are ways of doing that. There are uh, online resources, so some of them are free, like uh, Cybrary. Cybrary is a is a website that has. Uh, a number of different models, but they they've got a they've got a basic edition that's free that uh, you can go and try out some of the cyber classes online for absolutely nothing. You just sign up and and away you go. That's fantastic. By the way, listeners, I'm going to put anything Rich mentions. I'm mentions. I'm going to put those links in the show notes. So don't worry. You don't have to be writing. You can just be listening. And and just just a note on on Cybrary. So so Cybrary is sort of a. Uh, I'll say a, a bit of a clearinghouse for uh, cyber resources. So they they have some of their own, but they they pull in from like CompTIA and some of the other uh, some of the other organizations, sort of as a central point for knowledge and certification training and and all of that. Um, the I know with Cybrary they have what they call their Insider Pro level which really gives you access to all of the courses and, and, and all of the potential tests and all of that. I think from a, from a, a numbers perspective, I think, I think it's uh, $600 a year. If you pay it monthly, I think it's $400 if you pay it all up front. But I will say this, cause I'm, I, I, 
I'm on their mailing list and, and probably at least once a quarter, they have a sale where it's somewhere between 50 and 70% off. Wow. So. And that gets you, know, you a, for, that gets you a certification. It, it gets you access to, it gets you discounted certifications, right? Okay. But, but it gets you access to the training, the online training that you'll need in order to pass those tests. Gotcha. Okay. And right? do, so. do most companies who hire cybersecurity people, do they require certifications? It, it depends. There, there are certainly a number of certifications and, and levels of certifications. Uh, certainly, if you have the certifications, it's easier to get into it and, and get promoted. Um, there are some certifications. Um, there's, there's a ton of acronyms in, in cybersecurity. Um, but there, there's one certification. It's a CISSP, which is a Certified Information Systems Security Professional. Which is which is sort of the upper standard from a certification perspective, and and that requires not only taking the test and passing the test, but you have to have, I believe, it's a minimum of five years' experience. Oh, okay. So it's not it's not just a matter of of, of knowing it. You've got to prove that you've, you've applied been using it. it yeah, applied it. So not all of the certifications are just you know studying and and, and passing a test. Right. What um what about college? I mean, are, are there cybersecurity jobs that you can start out in without having a college degree? Can you get I I see a lot of like boot camps and certification programs online. Can you do that kind of stuff and get a job or do you really need college? No, absolutely. So so as, as we progress, right, from from high school and and, and look at college, um for those that want to perhaps put off college or bypass that you absolutely have a, have a path. Uh, I'll give you a couple of examples. Uh, one right here in, our, in, in my backyard with uh, RIT, uh, Rochester Institute of Technology. So they've got a cybersecurity boot camp program, which is, I believe it's a 14 week program, 15, uh, 14 or 15 weeks. It's, it's remote, but very interactive. Uh, very intensive, and and coming out of that, they they actually have job fairs um, towards the end of that program to to place their folks, and and that program is ten thousand dollars, which you know if if you're if you're not looking at, at putting in four years of college, it's it's rather uh, cost effective for right, sure to, to come out of that, especially if they're lining up potential um, jobs for you. Yeah, yeah, that is much less than a college program. A- absolutely, and and RIT is not the only one. I know Columbia University has it, as well as more and more of the the, the universities are, are rolling out these programs. Yeah, we're in Central Florida here, and the uh, UCF University of Central mm-hmm. Florida has a really a pretty good program, from what I've heard. Um, and is that a is that a program you can do while you're still in high school? Or do you ha- do you think you have to be eighteen and have a high school degree to sign up or high school diploma to sign up? Yeah, I'm I'm not exactly sure, but it wouldn't surprise me if you didn't need one. Just again, given given the state of of of, of the shortages of of, of folks. Yeah, right? and I'm just thinking about teens who are like, I want to get out of high school and start working right away. Right. If that's something they can do, maybe in senior year, I'll look into that because right. I'm curious. And, and I will I will tell you, you know. Uh, 
our son is 15 and he's an aspiring artist and he's already taken college art classes. So, you know, you, you don't, you don't have to be 18 to take college classes. So I, yeah. I think you could probably not be 18 and get into one of these. Okay. We'll have to look at that. I'm Ken Harbaugh, host of Burn the Boats from Evergreen Podcasts. I interview political leaders and influencers, folks like award-winning journalist Soledad O'Brien and conservative columnist Bill Kristol about the choices they confront when failure is not an option. I won't agree with everyone I talk to, but I respect anyone who believes in something enough to risk everything for it. Because history belongs to those willing to burn the boats. Episodes are out every other week wherever you get your podcasts. So you talked earlier about the shortage um, or short, you know, worldwide shortage. Are there, do you know if there are particular jobs within the field that are in higher demand than others? Or so like, are the IT fields more in demand or? Uh, I would say in, uh, from, from an overall perspective, that three and a half million number is heavily skewed towards the IT side of the equation. Yeah. Right. Because of the certifications, the experience that's needed there. Whereas when you when you look at things like software development, um, you know marketing, sales, right? Those areas, uh, I will tell you that outside of the of the technical parts of cybersecurity, that pretty much most of the team here, and and as I know in a lot of other companies. Um, those folks that are not doing the technical delivery came from outside of cybersecurity. Sure. That a lot makes of sense. folks, a lot of folks have it backgrounds, but not necessarily the hands-on technical folks. Right. Well, and that leads me to my next question. So what kind of people or personality or skills, what kind of person is best suited for these kind of roles? Well, again, on on the IT side, right? It's solid technical skills, attention to detail, um, you know, some level of people skills, um, and 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 that varies widely because there there are some folks, some of the technical folks, the I'll say the the incident responders, right? The ones that are are, are digging into the network and finding out where the where the malicious software is and how it's gotten into the network they're they're staring at their computer screen for you know hours and hours and hours at a time and 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 they don't necessarily need to be doing a whole lot of interacting with with folks right but then you have you have others that that have to be very engaged with the client or or within their team right so it it really varies um, so I, I, I would say that there's, there's a fit for anybody, you know, any personality type there's, there's a fit within cybersecurity. Okay. And can you give me an idea, like salary range, what the field might offer, or does it really depend on who you work for, where you work, what, what it, job it you're in? It really depends on, on the role you have and, and where you are, um, you know, physically, even though, even though now, you know, with, with, with more and more things being done remotely, um, it, it's still, it, it's still not a one size fits all. Right. That makes sense. You know, so, so somebody in central Florida versus somebody in New York city, 
you know, for versus someone in Cincinnati, it's 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 going to be all over the place. Yeah, like any job, right? I like mean, any job, it's just whatever the market will allow. Right. Now, um, I will say, since I mentioned remote, I will say that from a technical perspective, um, you know, almost all of the work that we do for clients is done remotely. Mm-hmm. So there's very little. Used to be used to be that you had to go on site to do things, but now with the tool sets, um, it's very easy to work remotely and do what you need to do remotely. So, so that's a big plus. Yeah, definitely. And because there's much less of an impact there. I know, you know, look, look, we, we've got, we've got outside salespeople that are going nuts because they can't, they can't meet with folks, right? They're, they're not traveling. So, so they've had to really adjust due to COVID-19. Whereas, whereas the, our cybersecurity delivery folks, just another day on the job, right? Yeah. So, yep. Behind the computer. Yep. So what about challenges or obstacles? So if a young person is thinking about a career in, in cybersecurity and are there limitations based on anything you might have as far as I hate to say a legal record, but like if you've had some trouble maybe with the law or, you know, are there security clearances you have to have? It it depends, right? Security clearances you're going to need if you're working for certain, you know, government agencies, you know, whether you're hired by them or they're a client. Um, So certainly, certainly that's something to consider in general, you know the the delivery folks for cybersecurity services need to have a pretty clean record. Um, you know, speeding tickets won't count, but right. <laughs> <laughs> more more serious offenses definitely will. Um, just given the nature of cybersecurity and the fact that that folks have to be trusted. Sure. Now, now one so so one one thing I do want to say right we we've talked about. The high schools we've talked about, you know, college, right, and some of the online the the, the boot camp programs. Certainly, there are you know four year programs for cybersecurity. A lot of folks that got into cybersecurity um, at, at our company and at, at, at cyber companies all over the world, um, they started with with military, right, military background, um, you know. Or military somewhere in, in the DOD. Um, you know, some folks worked for, you know, the NSA or the FBI um, or, or generally, you know, one of the, one of the military branches um, either in cyber or just having a military background led them there. Um, uh, I'll, I'll tell you a little, little story here. Um, somebody that, that, that I know who, uh, went into the military, um, you know, a- after high school, was an explosive ex- expert in the military. So he dealt with, you know, that that that's what he did um, successfully, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 then and then after after the military, he was he was trying to figure out what to do since his options were fairly limited given his background. And, and he went in, he went into a company to, he applied for a job and they gave him a test and, and he did really well on the test. 
and and they offered him a they offered him the job and he said well that's not the job that i came here to do that's they said oh well we gave you the wrong test but you scored really well and and we want you to come in in our it department since you did so well on the test and he's like well what's the difference between the positions and they said a dollar an hour he said i'll take it <laughs> and so so he got into it that way and uh-huh. then and then he 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 advanced and and he got his CISSP after five years, and and he's a cyber expert. Wow! Today. So again, he, he his his background was explosives. Okay, all right. right. So again, no no IT knowledge, no cyber knowledge. He just happened to luck into that because somebody gave him the wrong test. Isn't that funny? Right. So you, you never know. Yeah. Well, and it sounds like military might be another path. If someone's interested in going into the military, that that might be another path into cyber, depending on. Absolutely. Um, you know, nowadays, you know, cyber warfare is, is huge. And, and so there's, there's opportunity in in the military and also in, 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 you know, uh, in our, in our sectors that we deal with, um, in both offensive and defensive cybersecurity. Hmm. Okay. Right? What so, do you mean by offensive? Well, you, you think about it. So, so you could be passive in your cybersecurity approach, and 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 hope that you you've you've got enough tools, you've put enough barriers, you've done enough training that it'll keep the the malicious actors out of your organization. Right. Right. And then if something happens, if they do, if they do breach you, right, then you're in defensive mode because you're trying to stop the attack. Well, if you take an offensive minded approach, you're actively looking for those threat actors, right? So you haven't just put up the walls, but you've got sentries on the wall that are constantly looking and, and right. Right. So. So in in a in a business setting, that's more of the offensive piece. Okay, gotcha. Um, military has a little bit of a different thing with offensive, but we won't get into that here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm. I don't have clearance for that conversation. <laughs> um, okay, so what can teens be doing now, or what should they be doing now? If this is a career that's of interest to them, um, you mentioned cyberary and. Mm-hmm. You- Share other links with me, but do you have any other advice or suggestions for them? So, you know what what I would do because I, you know, I did this when 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 I was a, when I was a teen, I had some interest. I I you know I, I would talk with folks, right? I'd look up companies, I'd talk with folks, sit down with them. I know I know we're always happy to talk with folks that 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 are interested. Right and 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 share stories and ideas and thoughts and, and and help folks out and and I think that I think most people are like that right they want to help folks um, so certainly um, you know looking up folks and and talking to them getting an idea right getting a foot in the door somewhere maybe with an internship yeah right shadowing somebody if they have if 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 their parents know somebody that's in the field right maybe maybe having them shadow that that person for a day or two or. Yeah. I love that advice because I I just think it's so important. I think kids, teens get a job in their head and they say, Oh, that sounds cool. Or that has a a cool name. 
but they don't know what the day-to-day is like and they don't really understand what the job's all about. But I love your idea of shadowing and internships because it gives them exposure to what the job really is. So that's fantastic advice. And, 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 and I'll give you an example. I mentioned incident response, right? Incident responder. And that and that's when that's when a company is breached, right? They they they've been hit with 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 malware maybe ransomware and they, and they can't do anything, right? So it's all hands on deck to, to stop the attack, remediate it, get things cleaned up and fixed. And, 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 and those kinds of things, when those hit, right, you, you drop everything as, as a responder and, and you may be putting in, you know, evening, weekends, right? 24, 36, 48 hour shifts to deal with the problem. Right. And, and so are you prepared to handle that? Right. If, if you're not, if, if you're not set up to do that, right. Then maybe being an incident responder isn't for you. Maybe being an IT auditor is more, more your speed. Right. A lot of these, a lot of these jobs leverage the same, uh, same skill sets, just a little differently. Right. So, so, you know, yeah, the demand, the hours and the demand are different. Yeah, the hours and the demands are different. Um, perhaps the way you utilize things, right, in, 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 a, in an offensive versus a defensive mode, right? Um, so, and, and, and typically the, 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 the pay reflects that, right? So, an incident responder that, that's pretty much on call and maybe working nights and weekends. Right, there's typically a little premium in that over and above somebody that's that that's working nine to five. Yeah, being on call definitely has its challenges. But I will tell you, and and I know incident responders. I I know a lot of incident responders, and 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 they love doing incident response because it's the thrill of the hunt. Yeah. Right. It's the okay. We we've got somebody, some bad actor that's done something. Can I, can I leverage my, my tools, my skills, my, my brain to outsmart what they've done to stop that? Yeah. Right. So it becomes a challenge, right? So, so think of, think of all the teens that, that spend hours and hours gaming, right? I have two of them. Yeah. I have one of them. So, um, right. But, but, but the challenge of, of of learning right and moving to the next level in the game, and 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 the um, the problem the solving focus, right the, the the focus right yeah. right you, you try to get your kid to do something right and you can't get them to do something but but they can spend hours in the game right true so, true so it's 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 that kind of thing that that we see in cybersecurity right mm-hmm. that 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 drive that love to do that part of it where, where some folks may be a little challenged in, in other areas that having that focus in cyber really helps. So this is a bit of a stretch probably, but <laughs> would you say then that, that gamers might be a good fit for cybersecurity? Cause there's some similarity there in the, they, they could, they, they could very well. Right. Uh, okay. You know, and and certainly certainly coders, okay. right? So those folks who who do more of the game design, right, could do could do well. Um, 
And and again, you kind of have to have that that if you're in that IT space, you kind of have to have that that IT aptitude, right? Um, obviously, be 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 good with computers and software, and and, and know mm-hmm. your way around a network. Yeah, and enjoy it. Be good at it, it and enjoy it because you're going to spend a lot of time doing that. Absolutely, and and don't forget that there's always the reporting aspect at the end of it. You have to be able to find it, but you also have to be able to report on your findings. So, so having at least, you know, good communication skills, some good writing skills, very important, not just the technical side. You have to be able to, um, you know, present your findings. Right. Write a complete sentence, punctuate all that. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Oh, this is so interesting. I'm fascinated by this. Um, and I think it's super helpful. So any other last thoughts or words of advice for parents that they can share with their teens? So I'll leave, I'll leave you with a couple of thoughts here, right? I know, I know we focused a lot on the IT side of things, but, but don't forget, right. If you, if your child has a passion for, you know, marketing or sales or accounting or even insurance, right? Cyber insurance is a huge industry now, right? So there's there's lots of things, again, because cybersecurity has become a core business function. There's so much beyond IT that that now touches cybersecurity and has has relevance, right? So so if your child doesn't have a technical aptitude, it doesn't mean that they can't be involved with cybersecurity. Okay. That's great okay. advice. So, yeah. I want to make sure that 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 parents keep that in mind, that there's there's lots of lots of opportunity. There's lots of different ways to get into cybersecurity. Okay. Right. And 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 I would just say, you know, just encourage encourage your child to to ask questions, learn about it. And, and explore, right? There are free resources, right? If they think they might like something, have them take uh, a free cyber course or two and see see if they understand and if they like it, right? And, yeah. and then explore from there. Yeah, that's excellent. Excellent advice. It's a big, big world out there. Lots of opportunity, lots of jobs out there that need filling. And, um, you know, it's... Just like anything else, right? Take take some some effort and and and, and hard work to get there. But uh, there are a lot of lot of ways to get in entry level with cybersecurity these days. Thank you so much for sharing all of this information and making time. I mean, we I didn't mention this earlier. Rich and I met through a connection that I made with his wife in a Facebook group because there was a conversation going on about cybersecurity and. His wife chimed in and said, oh, my husband's in cybersecurity. And he answered a couple of questions. And I said, I need to talk to him. So thank you for being open to talking to me today and sharing all this with my audience. This is so valuable. Oh, thank you, Betsy. And uh, if you or any of the listeners have any any follow-ups, uh, I know you'll be posting my contact info. Feel free to reach out to me. And uh, I'm happy to have conversations. Well, that wraps it up for this episode of the High School Hamster Wheel Podcast. If you're enjoying this podcast, I'd love it if you would share it with a friend or two. The more that listen, download, and share, the better others will be able to find it. Don't forget to subscribe in your favorite podcast player so new episodes will be delivered directly to you as soon as they become available. 
If you have any topics or guests that you'd like me to bring onto the show, I welcome your suggestions. You can find and connect with me on the High School Hamster Wheel Facebook page or on my website at highschoolhamsterwheel.com. All links and references mentioned during this episode can be found on the show notes page on my website. The High School Hamster Wheel Podcast is a proud partner of the Evergreen Podcast Network. Thanks for tuning in. I'll be back soon with another episode of the High School Hamster Wheel Podcast. I'm Anne-Marie Kelly. Wild Precious Life is a podcast about dreaming big, digging in and connecting across distance, division, and loss. In each episode, I talk with prize-winning writers, musicians, and wanderers who remind all of us how we can make the most of the time we have. So meet me here. Let's walk and talk and dream and discover what it means to be wild, precious, and brave. 